0: Welcome to the Pitbull Patty Show. I'm your host, Patty Stuckler. We're keeping it real here with straight talk and sharing true stories that will inspire you to change your life. Are you ready for this? Because here we go. Welcome to season three of the Pitbull Patty Show. The first two seasons, I kind of mixed around with different things. The first season, I did a lot of uh, kind of whatever interested me. And the second season, I really just decided to focus on real estate and really kind of stay in the real estate lane since that's what I do for a living. But what I found is that the most popular podcasts that I've produced in the last year have been really great guests with great stories, a lot of them that are super inspiring and and um, and just, you know, really have a message that uh, can help people. So um, I thought about who I wanted for my first guest. And I have a terrific guest today that um, actually is my cousin in full disclosure. And she has an amazing story to tell. Her husband went missing, uh, I think, seven, six, six years ago now. So I'll ask Jane in a second the, the date. But... Um, so I really he went missing and I really want to share her story uh with you because it's it's just an amazing inspiration to me how Jane has handled such a incredible uh turn of events in her life. So welcome Jane Martin. I'm so happy to have you as a guest. Oh, thank you. I'm happy to be here, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know it's a tough topic. It's a very heavy topic, so tell us what um, what what life was like before you know your husband Jim went missing what tell us like you know you live you live in Omaha Nebraska and yeah. what what was Jim doing for a living and you and and how old were the kids
1: the he was a he's a project manager and was working um, with Allegiant you know dot allegiant com no, dis allegiant health um, what they call it, it's Something else though, but Allegiant Hospital, and um, so yeah, he's a project manager on a new software. They're um, switching over to a new software um, program, um, and you know he was doing okay and for you, a little while.
0: And you have two kids together. Yeah,
1: yes, two kids. Jackie is now twenty-two. And Trevor is now 20, but they were, see, it'll be six years December 10th, um, 2012 is when he went missing. So it'll be six years. And so, so they, were, they were
0: like 14 and 16 at the time. So tell us about the day that your life changed forever. What, what happened? What, what date? That was December 10th, six years ago?
1: Yes. Um, the night or the day before, he just was um, not himself and just felt like he couldn't handle things and, it, you know, just kind of, I don't know what the word would be, you know, just helpless, I guess, and so, Then he calmed down, you know, and we thought everything was okay, and we waited. I waited till Monday to see if we could get him into the doctor's office, but they didn't have anything, so I got something for Tuesday. Well, after I hung up with him, um, that was the last time I talked to him. Um,
0: And that was December 10th, in uh, mm -hmm. what year was that? December or 2012 2012 so December 10th 2012 that was your last conversation was about that you got him a doctor's appointment scheduled uh, to see somebody
1: and I'd also asked him if he could pick up my you know my our son at school because Jackie had stayed home sick and he did say yes but um, when I got home from work He wasn't here, but Trevor was, and then they proceeded to tell me that you know they haven't seen or talked to their dad, and you know so for the long you know throughout the the night you know I kept calling, we kept calling, I kept calling, and you know pretty soon his voice you know box is full, so
0: and you kept calling and and so you're you're thinking he got into a car accident. What what are your what goes through your mind when? The, your husband doesn't come home, doesn't pick up your son that like he said he was gonna do, and, and you start what what is what goes through your mind?
1: Well, because of the his state of mind, I figured um go, go back a couple of months and unfortunately, I mean I don't I don't know if he need I need to disclose this, but he actually tried to kill himself um by slitting his wrist. And so for you know, come th- that day, you know, I thought that for sure he tr- he just left to do that again. And so he, so that was just, you know, the scariest thing ever, that he was somewhere where nobody could help him.
0: You so know? you, because of depression, it sounds like, and a lot of other mm-hmm. things going on with Jim, you were thinking... that's so you weren't thinking a car accident you were thinking you know other thoughts Mm -hmm. um and so then did you report him missing by that evening or how what happened in the next you know 48 hours
1: yeah Tuesday I actually um I called the police and they came over you know I made a report Uh And just gave him the story that I had, you know. And so then an investigator, you know, they had gotten one out. I don't remember when, Mm -hmm. but, you know. And so they were checking some, you know, paper trails. And and we also, then we found our car down by the river. There's a restaurant called Rick's Boat House or Yard. (laughs) So when we found that in the area that we were in, we're thinking that maybe he got too close to the river. And they they had um ATVs that went down on each side of the river, you know, looking to see if maybe he got stuck and um, we couldn't find anything.
0: So um, when they when they found his vehicle, that was the next day or a couple of days?
1: After no, it was happened? almost a week.
0: It was the oh, okay. Sunday after. Yeah. Wow. So, what goes through your mind when when they find his vehicle, but no Jim? Was his was his ID or anything like that found? No, his
1: key, the keys and his wallet were not in the car, but his glasses and his phone was in there,
0: and some beer. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> you so know? you, so
0: maybe so, he, so you so maybe he went to the river and was contemplating life and drinking you
1: know yeah I mean there's so many different scenarios it's just really hard to know you know what really happened to him Mm -hmm. because he could have been in you know he could be in the river it could have been that he wasn't taking his life he was just trying to you know just walk around and something happened to him and fell in or I don't know you know, or he got mugged, or you know, something. I,
0: it, it There's just too many scenarios. And, and what did the uh, what did the authorities say? Did they? Ha- I mean, did they help in any way to kind of, um, I don't know, investigate whole, it and and tell you what they thought happened?
1: No, no, they didn't have a whole lot. Um, you know, when it comes to adult people being missing, um, they do what they can to, you know, go with leads as far as like, um, like paper, you know, if he used a credit card or something like that, but we just got to, um, a dead end with that. And, and because an adult, if they were to have found him, they would say, you know, your family is actually, you know, Wanting to know where you are, if you could let him know, because they can't force him mm-hmm. to come back.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: so that's, that's where that
0: stands. So what, what were the kids thinking during all of this? What, what were they saying? How were they dealing with the fact that dad's now missing, but yet there's no answers as to where he is, if he's alive, if he's coming back, you know? So how do, how do young kids, how did your kids deal with that? um well you know they just didn't really
1: talk about it you know I mean I tried to engage and see how they were feeling Trevor just kind of yeah just never really talked about it and but I would just ask him how he was doing and everything and one time he was like you know mom I actually had a friend's mom die you know and so he he was basically telling me, you know, that they kind of were able to talk about, you know, losing a parent, and but that was it, really. I mean, he didn't show any crying um, in front of me, you know. And his grades never fell at school, so um, I wasn't too concerned, you know. Um, so and he has a bunch of good. Guy friends that, um, that, um, you know, they weren't any bad influence on him. So
0: I wasn't too worried. And but your, Jackie, what I was gonna say, and your daughter, she that what was
1: Jackie was, um, you know, she never was, you know, wanted to really talk to me, you know, for the longest time, but you could tell that it bothered her, um, more, um outward because her grades actually did fall in a couple of her classes so we got her into some counseling and that seemed to have helped um get
0: you know get focus on
1: you know how everything was working so
0: now when there's a missing person like this case is there media coverage over this do they i mean does it do people know about it is it did you know? Did the community and and uh, and the friends at school and their parents uh, did they discuss all this or know about it? Um, we did actually have a couple of um,
1: TV um, channel, like seven, I think it was, and then Channel Forty Two came out and interviewed um, and did put his face, you know, on screen but it was only maybe a day or maybe two days i can't even remember now and then that was it as far as that goes other than that community no nothing um maybe at church they might i wasn't at any of the the masses that um they you know and had intentions for but um Yeah, that's about it. I mean, it wasn't real big. My sister-in-law put on a a fundraiser for us um, like a month later, you know, and that was was a pretty good turnout. Mm -hmm. You know, it's amazing how fast money goes,
0: you know. Well, that's, in fact, I was going to ask you about that. So during all this, when you have a husband missing, then there's no more income from your husband, and you're living off of your income. Um, yeah you know trying to support two kids at home what uh was there financial assistance available to you since there was no no body to say he was dead you know no social security no SSI correct right
1: right um and no I couldn't get any kind of assistance because I made too much
0: isn't that ironic (laughs) wow what what were you doing at that time
1: Um, the same thing I'm doing now, but, uh, I'm at the Nebraska medicines, um, medical imaging, you know, medical records department. Mm -hmm. I mean, and it's, it's, it's okay paying, you know, and it was good supplemental income with my husband, but I was planning on going back to school Mm -hmm. and then, you know, but now I can't right now. I don't know if I'll ever be able to, but.
0: Right, because it, because now, so, so in all these years, in six years, your your whole life has been upside down, has been at a, in a limbo. Did you, what, what do you think, Jane, in your gut, in your heart, what does your instinct tell you ha- what happened? What do you think is the most likely thing that happened to Jim? Uh,
1: I believe that he's in the water somewhere, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't think he's
1: alive. Because mm-hmm. if he is, then he's living under somebody else's, you know, social security number and a fa- another name.
0: Mm-hmm. But and I just
1: that just doesn't seem feasible.
0: No, no, it doesn't, does it? And and there's been no tips either, no tip line, no, no uh, tips along the way in all these years, as far right. as sightings or. Right.
1: Well, I did get his name in. Um, uh it's called um he oh <laughs> so terrible. project Jason is the name of it, and um there was a lady that actually here in omaha um had her son disappear um out to nowhere, and to this day he they haven't found him, but he was nineteen anyway she got um this. Um, non-profit organization so that people could come and have like just other people's support and any kind of like counseling available Mm -hmm. to them and then they had retreats where you could go and meet other people that way Mm -hmm. and um, so his name was in there you know that that database and and there's another database. Um, what's it called? Um, Namus. Something.
0: And, and did something you go? So the databases to where? If, other p- missing people. Mhm. So uh, did you go? Did you say you went to a camp of some kind for? Um, yeah, a retreat. A retreat for uh, other people in that in this very unique situation with a, a missing person within the family.
1: Right. And most of them were actually parents of missing children. There was only one other person that um w- had a missing spouse.
0: Wow. So it, yeah, it doesn't
1: happen very often.
0: Yeah, I I would imagine that the the rate of missing children would be considerably higher because you hear of all kinds of things happening these days. Um, you know, but it, to to be able to find support among somebody who could possibly understand must be really really important because what do pe- what did people say I'm sure these days it's because it's been so long it's different but what did people say initially when because what do you say to somebody right. in your shoes that you don't know whether he's missing he's injured somewhere he's dead you don't know so what do you what do you know what do you say I mean people just I, I
1: just tell him I said there's just- no other leads. I just, I'm just as dumbfounded as everybody else. hmm So. Because so, everybody's
0: like, well, have you heard anything? No. You know. So what, um, at this point, as far as financially, because, now, I don't know what the Nebraska laws are, and maybe you do, but, and, and they probably vary state to state, but um, without having a body then so is there a time frame that you know of that the that uh jim your spouse has to be missing before you can they can be declared uh deceased and you can receive benefits
1: yeah um seven years um and they i was told by my lawyer they don't actually declare them dead but they presume them dead so then that that's hopefully when i can start the ball rolling for his you know Social Security hmm and it'll probably just be for the kids
0: Wow yeah so, and so you won't get his Social Security for yourself or anything like that
1: yeah I don't know you know because I haven't looked into it a whole lot but I've heard from other people it's more for the children and now that they're past that age now Hopefully, I believe the gentleman at Social Security office said that they would retro back to,
0: you know, the, the years that they were, how old they were. Well, in the meantime, how have you been able to, to get by financially with, with all of this? Um,
1: I have had to work two jobs. I've been lucky that they had overtime at my job that I do 40 hours a week and that lasted quite a while but then when that ran out then you know now I'm working for less money
0: part time
1: Mm -hmm. you know so I don't have a whole lot of time luckily the kids are older you know that they didn't require a lot of my you know my presence you Mm -hmm. know because they were self-sufficient but they still needed a place to stay and food on the table and Mm -hmm. I did have a lot of help from one of Jim's brothers, they helped mm-hmm. for quite a few years
0: um with some some money, so you were able to keep the house and yeah, thank goodness, and get in squeak by yeah to-
1: very very
0: squeaky, <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, Jane, well, I tell you what you have one of the best uh personalities, the most um you know. Vivacious personalities of anybody I know, and wow. <laughs> yeah, no, you have a a terrific laugh, and I just think you're amazing. What has gotten you through it more than anything? Is there something that you can point to that you say, if you know, this is how I was able to get get up every day? Because I would imagine you'd want to be depressed and you know not get up. Well,
1: yeah, um my job let me for the first year kind of take off when i needed it you know the intermittent um so i didn't lose pay for it um so that first year was pretty much a blur you know i was just trying to get through just day-to-day life and i actually you know that's still happening five years later so i haven't had much time to my daughter kept saying you need to socialize more you need you know
0: But it's hard when you work two jobs. So anyway. Well, and and that, in fact, makes me wonder, um, do you consider yourself still married to Jim?
1: Yeah, because he, you know, the finality of it is he's still out there. Mm -hmm. Whether I believe he's dead or not, you just don't know. So yes, I still believe I'm married. And you still wear your wedding ring? Actually, my wedding ring. Unfortunately, I lost my diamond. So, and I had to get it—my
0: ring cut off—and because I swelled up. Oh my goodness! Well, hopefully, yeah. you're. I, I, you know, I sincerely hope for your sake that you can eventually move on to a point where you can, you know find find love again and you know uh you know you're you're still way too young to you know that, that that's it as far as a relationship so i hope i hope that can change for you at some point
1: yeah i i mean i it's it the thought of it even still six years later just i just I, you know it's been so long you know we've been together for quite a while um it just seems weird that I might find somebody else, so, but you never know. Well, you never hope, know.
0: hopefully, even if it's at one of those two jobs, <laughs> yeah, <not really>. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe on, at, uh, at church on Sunday, that might be the best, <laughs> best place. Yeah, Maybe I should get more involved in that. <laughs> yeah, yes, I think, yeah. Uh, well, what would you? What advice would you give anybody that would that could have a family member, whether it's a, a spouse or a child or a sister or somebody you know missing that goes missing in such a weird way? What uh, and and you and there's no answers. What advice would you give that person?
1: I really don't have any because
0: I just had to just get
1: up in the morning because I had other responsibilities, you know, and I had I showed my emotions more on my you know by myself than in front of people Mm -hmm. so i mean you just gotta keep on trucking i guess um well that's good advice (laughs) have your have your moments whether it's with somebody or not you know it's okay so
0: (laughs) well jane i think that's actually really good advice I mean keep okay. on keep on trucking, you know, like you said. You got to get up. You've got other responsibilities. Um most people do. They have other family, so they've they've got a reason to get up uh even when it's painful. So I um uh, I got to ask you, do you have a GoFundMe uh account? Did do you have one set up? Have you ever set one up?
1: Actually, um no. Well,
0: Actually. I think you should set one up and um, you know, anyone listening if if they want to to uh to assist in any way uh i, I would love to see you go back to college <laughs> sounds like that's what you were you know, wanting to do so would i i'd love to do that you know so. go back to school and um you know kind of start your life over again and you know any anything that people can do to help uh people are often very generous so um oh. i would ask you to set one up and you know you, you've, you know, it, I, I think it's easy to do. I don't know, but I think it is. I've, I've heard okay. that it is. Uh, I had a client, in fact, that her husband got brain cancer. He was a firefighter. I don't know if that was any, you know, any connection to that. But anyway, she had two young children, and uh, he had surgery and so forth. And I sold their house, and they uh, – he did die. And, um, you know, she had a, a GoFundMe account, and that greatly helped her uh, get through that financially. So, oh, yeah, awesome. and, and these days, on uh, six years ago, they probably didn't have a GoFundMe uh, accounts at that time. I don't think so.
1: Yeah, I've never really actually heard of GoFundMe.
0: So, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think some of the politicians have them these days. <laughs> oh my god! I'm just but usually, they're people for, for a lot of times for really, very good reasons, like yours, you know, that could really uh, use a hand. So. So start that up, and uh, so that people can can find you if they want to find you, uh, you know, Jane Martin, and uh, in Omaha, Nebraska, and and set that up. And if you do, let me know, and I'll, I'll make sure to to try to get it out there for you, because I, I just I really want to thank you for for um, for sharing your story. I think it's so great for people to connect with other people and and know that they're not alone. You've got such a unique story that most people can't relate to. I certainly, you know, can't even imagine it. Uh, being in limbo for so long would be the hardest part.
1: I know. I know. I try not to think about it now, you know, because
0: it does, it makes me
1: sad. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I love you and I wish the best for you, I love you, you too. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to thank you for coming on and sharing such a, such a, you know, difficult story with me and with with uh anyone listening so uh thank you for coming on to the Pipple patty show and uh Thanks i for uh me. yeah i look forward to uh seeing you in the near future sounds good okay <laughs> this ends this episode of the pitbull patty show where we are keeping it real so until next time
1: We'll be